Laura. Dueling Genre Productions presents. Oh my God! Do you see that? When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind. Oh my God! I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport, and I can fly. Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now there are villains. Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately? No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes. Leah Markowitz, Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Mindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here. I'm going to make you all into superheroes. Screw it. Let's go save the day. The powerful. After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine. I'm going to show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the underdogs. You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means they're our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers. You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Welcome back, everybody, to Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And Cassandra Fredrickson is with us once more. Thank you for being here, Cassandra. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm, this week has been so much fun. I think, I think these might be the longest minutes we've recorded in a couple of weeks, and it makes me really happy. My bad. <laughs> no, no, I love it. Honestly, like, like, when I first started podcasting, like way back in the day, I hated listening to like my own voice and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I really, I'm such a fan of like podcasts, especially like the minute podcasts that I, I enjoy listening to our show when we have <laughs> other guests on, especially when we have other guests. If it's just Victoria and I, it's just like, oh, I like this is a, I've had this conversation already. But whenever it's, it's, when we ever have someone new, I'm just like, oh, like, you know, I, I feel like I, you take something different out of a conversation when you listen back to it. It's weird. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I enjoy, I love having guests on the show so much. It makes me so happy. I'm excited to go back and just like listen to us again. <laughs> that's, that's, you, let me toot my own might, heart horn a little bit. I love a problem, Gary. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Do you, you don't even ask me how many, t- like, 
I only go through the episodes like one time over again when I edit yeah. right now. But I think the first episode I listened to obnoxiously. Just I wanted yeah. it to be the best I could make it with the te- the stuff that we had at the time, the gear and everything, and like, um, yeah. I don't know. I think I listened to that episode like ten times. Oh my god, it's ridiculous! It's ridiculous. Like, why? Why would I do that? Like, what? What possessed me to? I just I listened to it on my laptop when I edited, and I listened to it again after it was edited to make sure it was fine. And then I put mm-hmm. it on my phone and I listened to it on my phone to make sure it sounded okay on my phone before we submitted it to iTunes and just like. I just, I don't know. Did you start hearing know. it in your sleep? Like, <laughs> I, you wouldn't. I, I dream about the Harry Potter minute intro. It's just like, welcome back, right? No. I know I can do it, and I can do it in my sleep now. It's just like, Hello, right? I'm welcome. To- <laughs> I think I've only uh, a lot of the shows. The hosts alternate on that, and I, I think one day I'm gonna. But maybe I'll just make Victoria do all of next season. Like all of Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I think I think Victoria's introed like two episodes. Like way back. When you made me. I did. I wrote it down and was like, <laughs> this is our intro. This oh is what God. you should say. Uh, this no, is what I don't you well, it's because the, well, the problem is like I didn't have Sound to Sound excited. I didn't have to write a script for me, but only because I've listened to so many other minute podcasts. Right. And I'm like, oh, we're just rehashing this. Like mm-hmm. Like if 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 it was left to me to like oh introduce the show without like just make it up, like uh-huh. I'd probably it'd probably be way different than <laughs> like, hey, what's up? It's Victoria. So, this is Harry Potter Minute guys. Talking about minute seventy four. It's like I'm Tarzuna. This is my home. This is my homie Gary. Do what? That's not you. I know. Yeah, I know. doesn't sound like you at all. I know. It really doesn't. So no. today, we're talking about minute seventy four. It's called faking it. It is called faking. Minute seventy four starts it. with <laughs> McGonagall telling Hermione that she's very disappointed in her, and it ends with Snape telling Harry good luck. Um, we get we get a scene cut here in this minute you know i think uh have we had another it's not very often that we get like like several minutes that take place in the same set like i think the last time we spent more than a couple minutes well i guess with quidditch we had a whole week right quidditch training i think that was a whole week yeah because because it was just minute five that was i don't know i don't know um (laughs) we're gonna see the great hall again these kids eat so much in this movie. Like, I know that it takes place over a long span of time, and of course they're going to have multiple meals. But I think when we get to the Great Hall at the end of this scene, this is the fourth time we've seen them eating in the Great Hall? Third time? Fourth time? I don't even know. Uh, And it's not the last. Because it's... We'll get... It's like it's the it's sorting, and then... Home base. Yeah. We had the sorting... And then we saw them in the in in the great hall again uh, when Harry got the newspaper with the um, remembrance about the Gringotts break in. Yeah, and the remembrance scene. Okay, this yeah. is the third time because we'll get it right now at well, the end no, of this then week. You have Halloween, and then you have right now. Oh, we do. You're <laughs> yeah. right. Halloween with the troll in the dungeon is number three. And then right now, and then the wizard's chess, and then Christmas when Harry's thinking about the mirror, and then right. the end of the movie when <laughs> I think they spend a lot of time in the Great Hall. 
It's kind of, it's kind of a, it's kind of great. I love the set for that. We're still in the bathroom though. Let's talk about the, let's talk about the, the, the points that are given here. Actually, first, can I say, I love, you're kind of low. I love Maggie Smith's hat. Oh, me too. That was just my notes. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Me too. It just says, I love, I love Maggie Smith's hat. (laughs) Like, yeah, no, my notes are so much. My notes are like fun, like dramatic thunderclap, and I love her hat. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, I love her hat. Uh, she kind of admonishes the boys. She she takes some points from Hermione, five mm-hmm. points from Hermione. She would have thought better of her. Very disappointed in you. And um, then awards five points to Harry. Only. F- only five points. I think all three are like very low. Like she deduces, it deducts five points for from Hermione, then gives five points to Rod and Harry. And I so, just think all that. So very they defeated low. a mountain troll on their own, and they got five they points got from five Gryffindor. Points. But but Neville's going to earn them ten points just for like standing up against Harry and Ron. That's more well, extreme like, than beating a troll. I like that I she so. gives them points just for like managing to survive. Like, for sheer, sheer dumb, dumb luck. luck. Right. I love that <laughs> delivery of that line. Five points will be awarded to each of you for sheer dumb luck. And then she's yeah, like, like Maggie she adds that. And she leaves. <laughs> yeah, and then she leaves. She turns around and just like that swoosh of just like out of here. And turn and, to a cat yeah. and go. Oh man. <laughs> How often do you think uh McGonagall turns into a cat? If I was able to turn into a cat, I'd be a cat, like, so often. Would you do it every day? Would you be all, it'd just be, like, any time, like, like, I really have to get to this class, and I would dart down the stairs a lot faster as a if cat. If I was a cat, to take yeah. off. But then, how does the clothes situation work? Do you lose like your clothes Hulk? when you turn it? Like. Right? Do they just, like, rip or, or No, or... but she's turning into a cat, she's getting smaller, so she loses she her clothes, so it's but like then, a pile of. Then you end up it's... somewhere, and then you're naked? Yeah. <laughs> But like yeah, I don't she know. has as much as I love Maggie Smith, I don't she, think I'd want to see like Maggie Smith. Like at the beginning naked. of the movie, she has her clothes on. <gasps> yeah, so <laughs> she transforms from the cat into herself, yeah, and, and she's wearing um, her glasses are part of her of the spotting, the spotting on the not maybe, on the movie, but they talk about it in the book. In the book, maybe yeah. maybe the clo- maybe the transfiguration. She's not a green cat. She the- wears a lot of green robes, but she's not a green cat. So I. I don't. I'm trying to solve this issue, and you're shutting me down. Sorry. <laughs> Shut it down. I don't know. I really don't know. That doesn't even have. We don't see her as a cat for the rest of this movie. I don't think so. It's fine. Actually, I don't think we ever see her as a cat again. Yeah, it's just this one. Yep. That's sad. She's an anim. Why don't let's make use of this animagi talent power. <laughs> She Whatever. chose to turn into a cat because she just likes cats. She just likes cats. But she was just like sitting on her desk as a cat last week or two weeks ago or yeah. whatever. Just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Like just hanging out as a cat. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I feel like she's too dignified. Like, ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> she is. Too dignified to meow. Oh, shut up. I don't think she meows. <laughs> Cats are already very dignified. They're worshipped by Egyptians. All right. So. Okay. I don't know. My cat's pretty stupid sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> One of well, ours too. There we are have... there are some derpy ones out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. My cat. So, so. Snape McGonagall. Snape McGonagall leave. They leave. Yes. 
so that it's just the kids and Quirrell mm-hmm. and an unconscious troll. Do they expect Quirrell to like clean up the troll? Yeah, I've always wondered. I like, think they meant all he, of them to leave. Like, I what think is Quirrell he stays to be doing back. with the troll? Like, I don't know. If tr- if if Quirrell had also left with the professors, then like, did they just left the troll in the back? <laughs> they they assume something is gonna come and What's match gonna- the cleanup crew. I don't know. The, do you think the house elves will get rid of it? There would need to be Aww. a lot of house elves. Like army ants? <laughs> yes! Right, like, they can live ten times their weight. <laughs> so you just have, like, a hundred little uh, little house elves, like, Underneath carrying them. the troll, like, shuffling him out of the building so they oh can, my God. what, deposit him in the Forbidden Forest or in something? Forest. Like, what do you, what do they do with the tr- Where does the tr- How do How did Quirrell get a troll in Hogwarts? Do you have to call a magical animal control? I don't know. I don't know. Well, isn't that his know. job, though? Because it's like, it's defense against the dark arts, and he specializes in, yes, like, but not the care of magical We actually, But we, we actually know that Quirrell specializes in trolls. That's true. Because his contribution to the tasks at the we don't see it in the movie, but the tasks at the end, getting to the Sorcerer's Stone, is a troll. Is of, right. An even bigger one than this. Um. So maybe he is meant to, like, So as soon something. as there's a troll that's why snape is like oh like you provided the school with a troll and oh my god now there's a loose troll what a right. coincidence how right. did this happen i i don't know maybe they do mean for Quirrell to stay back and he's he has to wait for the for the troll to so he 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 gain, encourages consciousness. uh the the students to move along and then the troll like snorts like grumbles in its sleep its unconsciousness and he like whimpers, like kind of, oh, like I, he kind of like flinches, like it makes me, I love his skittishness. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that kind of like jump he does. But he kind of laughs, laughs about it. I think he laughs at himself, like he laughs that he got scared. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, why am I getting scared? <laughs> um, it's, it's actually really, I'm gonna play it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it again because I, I just let this run through. Um, I, love that when he tells the students to leave and Harry, Ron, and, and and Hermione, like, walk out of the bathroom, he looks back at the troll and, and all of that, like, nervousness and all of those jitters, like, fall. Like, suddenly he has this, like, he, he looks back at the troll and his face just goes flat and he's just, like... like kind of very stoic. Really, yes, exactly. Like, oh, this was supposed to help me and it didn't work. Like, he looks angry, mm-hmm. almost. And like, then, mm. and then the troll grumbles, and it it causes him to flinch. And he's like, "Oh, like, why am I scared? Like, it's like that's why he laughs at himself. It's yeah. like, a, oh, like this is silly. Like, I'm putting on this act for these students. I'm by myself. Like, I don't. Why am I still being this? Like, it's it startles yeah, yeah. him, and it's unexpected to him. And he's like, kind of laughs yeah. at it. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like what? I didn't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like all of his purple. I do like all of his purple. We've talked a little bit before, but like, I really like his outfit. I know it's pretty. I sort of pretty um, amazing. I sort of love the way that his turban has like the piece of fabric that kind of like drapes across his outfit. I feel like that's culturally. Do you think so? From something, I feel. Cross such a white guy. But he's such do you a think white he guy. picked up the? Do you think he picked? I mean, he's <laughs> apparently like traveled the world and he picked up something. Maybe he's yeah, not maybe, white. Maybe he's like you know, not like traditionally. Oh, I I was maybe gonna say like maybe he's just like else. this is just a cultural appropriation. 
thing that's happening here. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't know if I do <laughs> And either. I don't like the fact that wizards would even Maybe like it's to just come like, to that. I well, think it's, but you know. might something, you don't know. He, he can't hide Voldemort under a wizard's hat. Like a like a pointy hat. Like I don't think it would work to cover the face of Voldemort. Right, curl the brim. Like if if you wore it in such a way where it was like, do, is he wearing the turban? Do you think he wore the turban before Voldemort? That's a good question. But there's no pictures of him that exist prior to him being at Hogwarts with Voldemort on him. Didn't like even even back. my wizarding card. He has the turban on him, and it's in. The Hogwarts as within Hogwarts. Yeah, that's um, true. Doesn't he like he's traveling in Romania and yes. doesn't he like someone talks about how he had like a run in with a vampire or something and mm-hmm. so he right, like right. carries like garlic or something in his turban. Uh, maybe yeah, yeah, maybe the there's theory. garlic in his, in his yeah. turban. I don't know. It's because it's it smells. It was turban smells. Do you think that like? Do you think that Ew. like the protruding face of Voldemort is like festering? That's so gross. Do you think Ew. it's like a? Yeah, I know. know. I'm sorry. I just feel like it would be stinky because like he doesn't take it off all day because he's hiding Voldemort, and right. so it's you know, so Voldemort's like sweating, and he's all like, like, "Ew!" Could you imagine being Voldemort? Just this face like pressed into the fabric of this turban, day fabric, in like, and day out, while he's like this is teaching these pathetic students, and just <laughs> <laughs> like Voldemort is secretly just like super annoyed he's in there, like so oh my mad. God. How do you like, think? Why like, can't you just get me so the stupid. stone? Like, what is taking you so long? How do you so think long? Quirrell like showers? Like, because Voldemort's I on the d- back of his face. Like, how do you wash? Like, I guess he doesn't have hair, but like, I don't know. It just—he doesn't have hair. Yeah, he's bald, right? But was he no, bald? No, no, no. There's like, hair. No, there's we a hairline. We can kind of see, like, we can kind of see his hair. We can kind of see that he's got like, uh, like sideburns under the turban, Ew. at least oh, in this yeah. particular scene. Like, does the hair just frame? Well, no, the, I think the, I th- no. I when he when of, he takes the turban off at the end of the movie, he's completely bald. So he loses it. Maybe, mm-hmm. uh, M- maybe. I mean, well, so, I mean, he's losing like it because chemo? of what's like, going on. He hasn't shaved time. it all off yet. <laughs> Gross. No, maybe Voldemort is like a, maybe Voldemort causing still, the hair to fall out or not. May, you know what I mean? Maybe I Voldemort's like the face protruding wasn't as pronounced. Maybe it's like because he's been consuming like like um, oh unicorn the blood? blood of unicorns that yeah. he's been uh, kind of gaining strength and so that face is becoming more and more pronounced and so he's he's that definition is like is like developing creepy but, but, but let's see what i'm saying is that since like we already know voldemort obviously doesn't have any hair and he's bald like since, since he is I, over but that's, that's why there's no i think that voldemort being mm-hmm. bald and i think it's a result of like the recreation process like mm. like the whole like brewing the ritual of, yeah, yeah that happens at the end of goblet of fire like i think I that that's just a result of that i think that yeah because tom riddle is hair Right. Right. I don't know. But he's also a young boy at that point. We see him. I guess, yeah, I don't think we see him older than. You don't see Voldemort do like in his 20s or 30s or. Not in the movie. Heartthrob Voldemort in his oh, 20s. Oh, God, stop. <laughs> I don't even want to no, think that, about that. That actor, that actor is really attractive. I'm sorry. <laughs> which which one? Uh, Ralph Fiennes? Ralph Fiennes? Um, not Ralph Fiennes. Plays- um, Tom Riddle's actor. 
Oh. Oh. Um, I don't off the top of my way to put me on the spot. Well, he's he's a boy, so I mean, I guess he's a good looking boy. Well, but I just not, <laughs> not like in not in Half Blood Prince, but like in Chamber of Secrets, where it's older Voldemort, so it's like sixteen, seventeen yeah. years old Voldemort. That's, that's um, oh okay. Right? <laughs> he's Again, it's really fun. weird for me to comment on the attractiveness <laughs> of a sixteen, seventeen-year-old. Uh, no, I know, like, like the, twice that age. Come no, on. yeah, the act. Like, I'm sure the actor is older than that, but like, well, yeah, because like I yeah, saw, yeah. like, I saw the movie when I was like, when did Chamber of Secrets come out? Like, oh, two, two thousand and two, two thousand, yeah, two thousand two. Yeah, so I would have been like twelve, thirteen. So oh, yeah, <laughs> like, so it's perfect, exactly. So you're like, oh, this guy. No, for me, it was Oliver Wood. I always mm-hmm. thought Oliver Wood. Oh, was yeah, I attractive. love Oliver Wood. Oh, man, he never comes back, and I'm so distraught. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, He's, uh... Oh, yeah, he's in the first two movies. Who? Sean Biggerstaff, yeah. Oh, yeah. As Oliver Wood. He's... Because mm-hmm. we have Quidditch with the bludger, the rogue bludger in the next one. But I don't think he's in Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. I don't remember. It's supposed I'll to be go his looking seventh for that. year. It's supposed to be his seventh year, I think. Um, yeah. In, in Prisoner of Azkaban. So he does, he's not a character after that, but like, oh, man. Tom Riddle in Chamber of Secrets is played by a guy named Christian Coulson. And in 2002, he would have been... 24. Wow. Alrighty. So there you go. Now Victoria's he's looking okay. at him on IMDb now. <laughs> yeah, no, you're fine. I'm looking at like how I guess this is how you were a 12 year old crushing on someone twice your age. You're you're okay. I I'm guess. looking I'm looking at like how he looks now and it's like, eh, he's okay. He looked better back then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean than he does now, but you know. I don't know if he's done anything. I don't think I recognize anything he's done other than Chamber of Secrets. So, mm-hmm. right, man. it's a small role, but it's the most. It's so important. But you're Tom Riddle. So. Yeah, you're so important. Even if you do nothing else, just to be right. able to say like, "Oh, I was Tom Riddle." Oh, you Harry know Potter what? Movie. I'm excited to talk about those minutes. That's so so far away. It is. God, I can't wait. Can we get to another Harry Potter movie? Aww. A different one. And no, then- I mean like I love I love Sorcerer's Stone, but like just the thought of like moving into a new movie, yeah, like continuing like with this, stuff. like it's oh man, like for sure. There's so much that we get to talk about, just every time. Like I don't think we'll ever, even we're done minutes, we'll ever be done with material. Like just so much. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess we can talk about the Great Hall bit. The like. 10 seconds we get what is he eating it looks like like ham or something but it looks like he's got like he's like twirling the like the fat like like, 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 um, fibrous yeah i was laughing when i was watching it because it looks like the the meal described by the hobbits in um fellowship when they're camping Mm. and frodo's like put it out you fools because it looks like tomatoes sausages and crispy tomatoes (laughs) sausages nice crispy bacon I love that moment it's, so I mean, much. Like, it's on Weathertop. Oh, it's like, great. There's like, I know, there's like a sausage and there's a tomato. And I'm like, oh, that's two out of three. <laughs> it's nice crispy bacon. <laughs> I guess that's just it's like bacon. a British breakfast. 
I've never had. Oh, like that a, sounds. Yeah, English breakfast it consists of a lot of sausage and mm-hmm. baked beans. Yeah, baked beans. Yes, they eat baked for beans for breakfast. On toast, breakfast. Right? Isn't that weird? Um, baked yeah, beans and on like toast. blood sausage. Isn't that a thing? Yeah. Huh. They, they, they eat oh, blood, like blood sausage. Uh, Their <laughs> morning meal is very um hearty, hearty looking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Ooh. Yeah, I think I think it's weird they eat. So this is the next the is this the next day? Like See, the next day? And no one talks about Snape doing a very nice thing. I mean She's sure, wishing him good luck. No, I have notes. I have notes. He is not being t- nice. Yes, he's he taunting is. an eleven-year-old boy. <laughs> How is he taunting? He's like, he's uh, not taunting, but him. it's not. He it's says, like sarcastic. He says, Good luck. It doesn't seem sarcastic at all. It, it's he does very say sarcastic. like, oh, it seems like he's saying like, oh, but you're going to get Slytherin because him and McGonagall already have this thing. Right. Oh yeah. Of like, no, Slytherin's better than than you know, Slytherin. Be- one of with no, Quidditch is better one of than- McGonagall's goals is to see Slytherin crushed in the Quidditch right. House Cup. I yeah, because how, they've been like, winning. I love how intense she is about sports. Like. She uh she used to be on the Quidditch team when she was a student at Hogwarts, but she got injured in her last year. Yes, yeah, oh, with no. her leg. I think. Yeah, she uh she fell off her broom. Aww. Um, and it it fostered a desire to see the Slytherin house team crushed in the cup. <laughs> uh, so she gets she gets so into it, and so she she might like admonish Lee Jordan when he's like rooting particularly for Gryffindor, but you mm-hmm. she's on his side. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. of course. Um, God, I, it was so fun to talk about how just excited she was whenever she saw that Harry could be a seeker. Oh, she was super excited. She was like, I found you I a seeker. Like, like oh, I love, makes me happy. I, I love Maggie Smith, but I think Book McGonagall is so much more, like, interesting and entertaining. Oh, sure. Like, <laughs> I think, uh, I think we definitely lose, between her and Dumbledore both, we lose a lot of, like, whimsy and heart yeah. that you would get. Like, both of them become very, like, stern, stoic, like, these kind of distinguished presences they don't mm-hmm. have the same like uh rapport that they do there's a little more um, right the relationships feel a little more i don't want to say familial but like kind of like like they're definitely like raising these kids right um watching them grow up for year after year like i think uh i think i like those relationships a little bit more mm-hmm. it's still fun Maggie Smith does a wonderful <laughs> job, I think. But uh we'll we'll actually get the the full extent of of Snape's uh I don't want to say discussion with Harry, but like well wishes. <laughs> if we can call them that. I think like I, I think sarcasm is a bad is a is a is a bad word because no, I don't sarcasm, I don't feel like um... his words have that sarcasm to it, but it is very um it's like a jab. Like, like it's it's yeah, I'm wishing you luck. Uh, oh, you know, good luck out there. You know, you've proven yourself against a troll, but let's see if how you are against against the Slytherin, the Slytherin team. team. Right. Yeah. If anything, it seems like um like it's 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 sports. It's the rival sports team coming up to you and giving you luck, but at like the same time being like, mm, but we're really good teams. I don't know. I you mean know. the to be fair. The Slytherin house has won the Quidditch Cup 
every year for the last like seven years six years six years it was six years all within the time that snape was there yeah like this was not prior prior to snape it wasn't like how but but snape how can we credit snape with Turning well, it, the Slytherin team into a good Quidditch? team, like he doesn't know anything about. It. Is it the Quidditch cup? Well, the house, or is it the, the house, house cup, cup is not. Yeah, well, yeah. It's the, Are you talking about the Quidditch cup or the house cup? Uh, the Quidditch cup. The oh, house okay. cup, I think, is is a is based on like house points. It's different. Yes, the house cup. Yes, you can credit that to sure, Snape, and he did but, win that six years in a row. Oh, okay. What about the Quidditch cup? But the Quidditch I think cup. I'm not 100 sure. I'm pretty sure they the Slytherin have been team winning. has been winning for like an extended period of time. Yeah. But no, I wouldn't give Snape that credit. But at the same time, him being the headmaster, he's going to have he has uh, say over who makes the uh, not who makes the team, but like kind of like oversight. Yeah, and he's obviously right. in the Quidditch like the same amount as, or maybe not as the same amount, but like enough where him and McGonagall have like this rivalry, this friendly rivalry of like, oh, my team is going to beat your team, or <laughs> <laughs> like maybe they have friendly wagers i don't know it's kind maybe of funny. i bet you there's okay. like a, a teacher's lounge pool like oh yes. oh my god yes yes like you know I'm we've, uh, put, we've like, talked a little bit about i love, teacher's I love the teacher's yeah. lounge <laughs> just the thought of the, the hogwarts, hogwarts professors like lounge. hanging out is the best thing yes where do you you know i've never thought about this but where do hogwarts professors sleep do they have their own i think they have their own towers I think, I think they have their own tower. Do you think there's, like, like a, the professor don't tower? Like, don't they have a room With, attached to their office? Because I in, think um, the head of the houses are have a special bedroom that's more akin to where their house is. Okay. So oh, that they okay. can be there. Like, close. But the other teachers, I bet, have just, like, random places. I bet you Professor Trelawney... Doesn't she I'm sure she has a room in the divination tower. tower? Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah, sure she exactly, does. exactly. So what I think about it might depend. Sprout, like obviously Hagrid like, has his own hut. He has like his own. Oh yeah, Hagrid has a house. Like, he has his own yeah. house. Lucky him, right? I think they have like suites attached to their offices. Maybe. Okay, I can accept. But that. But does that mean like every Hogwarts professor has an office? I mean, there's not that many. Hogwarts is huge, right. and there's only like. A dozen professors. Well, right. Like, let's see. You have maybe all the so like like when you, you go to college, every the... college professor has a, has a has an office, right? I think I think that saying so a dozen is aiming high, even. Well, because okay. you have the core classes, and then you have all the elective classes, too. So you yeah. have like you know the arithmetic, I guess, and Professor Studies, Sprout and sleeping in the green um, astronomy, and you know everything. Yeah. Else. Um, his magical history with Professor Bins and right. Well, he's a ghost. Uh, so. <laughs> well, he's a ghost. He's never sleep. No, uh, I think. Uh, no, you know how many professors there are? Mm. Thirteen, and it's no twelve and Dumbledore. The reason that Trelawney doesn't ever sit at the table with the professors oh, is because right, she right, would right. be number thirteen. I thought that and was she only has, she has superstitions, so she won't. But I don't think we, yeah, I, I think that there was, you're right, like an occasion, like a specific occasion that that's in reference to. Yeah. Um, in, but uh, I don't know. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think there's more uh, than, I'm going to reread the books. I'm so excited. Professors. There probably, I would assume that there's probably a lot more class. We see so many people at the table with, with Dumbledore and McGonagall that right. I never recognize. 
Yeah. Because you have, um, what, like, potions, charms, transfiguration, um, or herbology, um, history of magic, which I guess counts, and then astronomy. Mm-hmm. And There's also arithmancy. Yeah, transfigur- divination. Did I say transfiguration already? I don't know. I think you like, did. Like, arithmancy, muggle studies, transfiguration, um, there's, like, runes. Um, yeah, there is runes. Because, like, Hermione takes, like... I forgot about ancient runes. Yeah, because Hermione takes, like, <gasps> I would take classes. that class. Yeah, oh, that's... my God. Give me ancient runes. That's yeah. awesome. Like, like Viking that. runes? That'd be amazing. I want that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think um, there's quite a few professors. Um, yeah. Whether or not they make it to their meal all the time. I definitely feel like the Hogwarts castle is still like bigger than it bigger than they need mm-hmm. for the amount of people that are there. But I think that's one of the things that I really love. I love the idea like I love imagining Hogwarts being like this labyrinthian sort of like it's so easy to get lost because it's just it's huge and it's changing and unpredictable. Right. I'm into well, it. Well, I was, I was reading this thing, too, because um, at the time when Harry starts Hogwarts, there's only five boys, including him, in his dormitory. And yes. And I feel like that is really, really low. And if you think about it, though, like, Harry was born in the middle of, like, the Wizarding War. So, mm-hmm. like, each class is probably going to have a fluctuation of people. So... I feel like for this first movie, there's a lot more people than there should be. Um, yes. But, like, I don't know. I like that the castle is big enough and, like, you know, obviously it's magic, so it can, like, expand and, like, grow to fit the needs. But I like that, like, they made it huge because, like, sometimes there's just going to be, like, a population boom. And you're going to have, like, yes. 15 kids in the dormitory instead of, like, five. You know? So, I don't know. Mm, that's awesome. I'm into that. I don't... The structure of houses is complicated. The number of students is complicated. Like, we don't... Yeah. It's never really... Like, how many students do you think they had? Like, I, I'm sure that the number of students that come in each year would be different. Um, when we talked about the sorting, I talked about, like... You know, it's very unlikely, but after a thousand years of sorting students, there's got to be a year where, like, you only had, like, two Ravenclaws or something. Right. Like, I'm not... I, I don't know. I. It's interesting to me. It could happen. Do you think the sorting has to make decisions based on, like, how many people... Is there, like, a required number of people that <laughs> need to like be a in a given code? house a year? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel that's disingenuous because if, like, you're reading them, if you're, like, determining, like, this person's a Ravenclaw. Well, but, but see, the thing is, like, you already have ten, it's, it's, and there's not enough Gryffindors, so, uh, you know, let's so put, let's Gryffindor put instead. this Hufflepuff Neville in Gryffindor, and let's put this Ravenclaw Hermione in Gryffindor, and let's put this maybe Slytherin Harry Potter in Gryffindor. And- I actually, I like, Hermione as a Ravenclaw is not a theory that I subscribe to. Um, Ooh. Because Hermione is smart, but she also is very brave. Because it's ambition. It's it's the ambitiousness. um, I totally well because I agree with like ambition puts you in Slytherin, but like Gryffindor. The thing that makes Hermione a Gryffindor is that she is um, she's courageous and like 
Like with Snape? Like with Snape, like, she knows the answer, she knows that she knows the answer, and she could just be Uh like, well, I'm not going to raise my hand, but she raises her hand every single time. And I think the fact that she does is is what makes her a Gryffindor. Hmm. I like that. I like that. (laughs) Okay. There, see, this is, this is, this is why, this is I why I'm glad you're just solving all of my qualms. I want Slither and Hermione. <laughs> you want Slither and Hermione? Yeah, I think that'd be kind of, kind of bad. Slither and Hermione? Yeah. Just the idea of that. I'm like, cause she, cause she definitely has think... that ability. She wants, she has that, like, uh, desire to prove herself as well because yeah. she's a mudblood and, yeah. and everything else. And I feel like. That would I'd be like... interesting. Could you, a uh, mudblood her, uh, Slither in? That doesn't. Right? No, there's it's... only pure buds in Slither, well, right? It's only pure bloods. Snape. Snape. Snape's. Yeah, Snape's. Is the Snape a mudblood? Well, he's the half. Oh, he's the half blood. Yeah, he's a half. So, like, that's why I think because Hermione is ambitious. So, I think that Snape sees himself in her, which is why he's such like a a dick to her because he's just like, well, I had to go through all this, which is not professional at all. But like, no, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) I just, (sighs) I have a lot of emotions about Hermione. We That's okay. I feel like everyone, so uh, if you're into Harry Potter, I feel like if you take away the trio, there's mm-hmm. always like that one character that you're kind of focused on. Okay. Like some people mm-hmm. are really focused on that Dumbledore, like on Dumbledore's relationship with, you know, how he was, how he came to be, yeah. like his relationship with Grindelwald. You and you Snape. Know. Me, I'm like head all in for with, with Snape and I just really mm-hmm. enjoy the psychology of that character. Are we about, are we about to talk about Cassandra, what, who's your favorite character? Oh. I know that's a heavy question. But not the trio. Not and we the don't trio? have to solve it now. Yeah, but not the outside trio. the trio. Okay. That's my uh, fiance's yeah. favorite character. He yeah? loves loves him. Remus Lupin would be my answer. Nice. Yeah. I am not surprised. <laughs> um, I, 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 think, uh, I think I identify with Lupin like hardcore. I like Sirius, but I know that he is also a giant douchebag so you know honestly i'm saving all of my criticisms for Sirius until the moment where he calls harry james oh right before um, he dies. like right before <laughs> oh, stop spoilers guys no, um no. whatever <laughs> yeah yeah i mean come on like that's dies. we've been we've been st- <gasps> oh my- oh, i didn't know that uh how we, dare you? <laughs> some of the minute shows uh, kind of like play like they're protecting, like, oh, we're not going to spoil things. We don't know what's coming later in this movie. We're not. <laughs> yeah. Like, right play from dumb. the beginning, I tried. and I were no, like, you've read all that. the. You, <laughs> you've either read it we or can't. you've watched no, it. Like, we, come on. We, everything is all out there for Harry Potter because, like, I do, you can't just watch Sorcerer's Stone. Like,. <laughs> I don't think that's the way that this is set up. Like, I, I think mm-hmm. uh, people like 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 people rate the rank the Star Wars movies in their like order of prep. Like, I can't. I don't know if I can do that with all seven, eight Harry Potter movies because because if I watch one of them, it's because I'm like marathoning the Harry Potter movies. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't just. I'm like, not going to just sit down like, and watch Goblet of Fire. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, oh god, hmm, I feel like watching this one. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't. There are movies that I like less than others. Even if I was watching right. one Harry Potter at a time, I wouldn't pick Goblet of Fire. 
like ever. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, I agree with I you agree as with well. You. But but I don't have any Harry Potter movies that I'm like, oh, this is a gar. I don't want to watch. It's not. There is no Attack of the Clones of the Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, series. No, There's my no, friend. Like, no, that movie's garbage. It's Goblet of Fire. Like, <laughs> I I agree it, with you. It's Goblet, Goblet of Fire, Fire. <laughs> is my least favorite. As my least. It's favorite it's movie. interesting that that's the case because that's um say, like Prisoner of Azkaban tends to be like one of the best. And that's Alfonso Cuaron, and he only directed one movie. Right. I'm not a fan of Alfonso Cuaron. And then Goblet of Fire is Mike Newell, I think, who only did one movie. And it's, like, the worst one. It's, like, the And then, you know, Chris Columbus did two. David Yates did four. The last four. The last four. Yeah. And, um, And so those two, I think, like, are really the ones that are the most distinct of the... And and because Goblet of Fire was my favorite book, I think I'm like really lenient on that movie, even though that movie is not. Oh good. man, Goblet of Fire is my favorite book, and that's why I hate that movie so much. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, Goblet of Fire as a book is great, the movie not so much. I yeah. feel like yeah, I think the Goblet of Fire Hollywood when when I was reading them, I haven't gone back and reread them, but as a kid reading the books, Goblet of Fire was my. F- favorite book to read like those middle books like three four and five are like excellent i mm. would argue with you all oh. day about number five but i like five order of the phoenix is the biggest book and it has um it has a lot of really great stuff but like angsty harry makes me want to pull my freaking hair out <laughs> well like that's true just he's frustrating I get so... I was, you know, again, like, reading the books as they came out, like, I was an angsty teenager reading this book about this angsty teenager, and I was like, you're making me so irritated. Like, I just... <laughs> stop. Uh, only because you're probably seeing yourself and like, oh, maybe, is this how I see Maybe, like, like I, just, I just... I don't... I don't know. I, I have to... I think when we take a... I think when we hit hiatus... At the end of in mid June, I think book wise, I think I'm going to reread the books. I think mm-hmm. book wise, my one of my all time favorites is Half Blood Prince because of all the stuff you get revealed within that book. It's because it's a Snape story. <sighs> okay, you <laughs> caught me. But <laughs> you like it's Harry Potter and Snape, and like Snape. And the half blood. It's Harry Potter and the half blood well, prince, which is it's when Harry Potter and Snape. A lot of stuff gets revealed too. Like yeah, uh, yeah. Start stuff starts really. Yeah, they up. start answering questions. You know, yeah, exactly. which I think is which really I, nice. I'm great. always happy when that moment happens where like, it's like oh, oh I've go. been reading this this series for years and finally all these now questions I've answers. had you're giving me answers to like thank Christ. So that's always like the great because this is the answer book. So it's like oh, <laughs> the answer book. It's the answer book. It's like this is the start of Harry Potter and the what's answer happening. book. So like anything after Half Blood Prince, then everything after is like just just great. Okay, more stuff. We should uh, we should uh, we should move on to minute seventy five. We should. We need to do that last minute because yeah, your cats are going to be annoyed mm-hmm. by the time you get home. Oh my gosh, they're <laughs> going to want to be fed. Guys, we should we should they come wrap to up. the door and I can hear them through the door. They're yeah, so they'll loud. they'll 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 be meowing for you. They're like, why isn't she home yet? Oh. I know. So let's, separation uh, anxiety. Let's, let's wrap this up. We'll let Victoria feed her cats and, and we'll join us tomorrow, guys. Everyone join us tomorrow for minute 75. 
75. Ooh, big deal though. Every, every, just every, at the, every time we wrap up a week, I'm just like, oh my gosh, look how far we are already. It doesn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. It just, it's happening so quickly. I think for a minute, I think like, oh, like, we're about to cross the halfway point. Is this the halfway point? No. Two and a half hours. We're an hour and 15 minutes in. This is the halfway this point, is the right? Halfway point. Yay. We're exciting. about to hit the halfway point. And, and then I realized like, oh wait, there's still seven more movies after this. Ah, uh, yes. It's okay. All right. But, um, yeah, it's, it's all good. Find us on duelinggenre.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, you leave a review on iTunes. I don't, we would I don't, appreciate it. I don't request that enough. Victoria and I like to read our iTunes reviews on our weekend edition that we do every week, the Quibbler. And so if you leave an iTunes review, we will read it live for the podcast uh when the weekend edition comes so 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 get that done and maybe you'll hear us if you follow our patreon maybe all right that was everything i had you guys mischief Mischief managed managed (laughs) (laughs) i think that's it